These humongous mammals are the largest living land animals. Mammoth is an understatement. They are most definitely among the most amazing behemoths to ever walk the face of the earth. We'll explore the exotic world of elephants on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting edition of FYI. I was just thinking about it. I can't believe that we're in the fourth season. So there's 30 episodes per season. So if you do the math, let's count three episodes done and dusted. That's 90 episodes. But if you're a patron and you get bonus episodes every week, well, do the math. There's 180 episodes at your disposal. Plus, you have access to over 600 posts. And all you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and consider joining our curious community. Because aside from getting tons of bonus content, early access. You'll also get PDFs with all the vocabulary we look at in this episode and the bonus episode. Plus, you can get weekly review classes with me and monthly master classes. Plus, you have access to me 24-7. So here's my question for you. What are you waiting for? We are having fun over on Patreon. And I'd like to send a shout out to all my patrons, especially my super duper students, Javier, Roberto, David, Jose Maria, Mila, Alex, Patricio, and Edgar. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Isa, Paco, Diego, Carmen, and Diana, keep up the great work. And remember, if you guys are interested in finding out more, just go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and find out about our curious community. So who's ready to talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> hey, hey, we use that expression too, to talk about the problem that is evident that nobody is bringing up. Uh, to bring up is another way to say to mention. So the elephant in the room. And we're going to take a look at a lot of idiomatic expressions and elephant vocabulary a little bit later on. But let's start out with our intro. I started out by saying these humongous mammals. And humongous means huge, very, very big. When big isn't enough, we say humongous. And a mammal, well, that's you. Tu eres un mamífero. I imagine only mammals listen to this podcast. Hey, you never know. There might be a few reptiles tuned in. And the first fun fact that I learned is that they are the largest living land animals. And then I said, mammoth, que es mamuth, pero también significa enorme. So I said, mammoth, fijaos en la pronunciación, mammoth 
is an understatement. Como se queda corto. Then I said they are most definitely among the most amazing behemoths. Another way to say something very large. I think we looked at that word in the Titanic episode. And hey, wait, there's another way to say huge. Titanic. If you don't know a million synonyms for the word huge after this episode, you'll never know them. And then I wrapped up by saying to ever walk the face of the earth. And I think you say the same thing, faz de la tierra. And then you heard that sound, that trumpet sound. It's like a trumpet slash roar. And then I said, we'll explore the exotic world of elephants. So what's the verdict? You say veredicto, we say verdict. Are you guys elephant lovers? I wasn't really an elephant lover. Well, I always respected them. I always thought that they were cool, but I didn't know very much about them until I went to Thailand. And I'm going to tell you all about my experience walking with them, swimming with them, feeding them. I mean, I spent a day hanging out with elephants, and I'll tell you all about it in the bonus part. But there's no doubt in my mind, that's where my love affair with elephants all began. So let's take a look at elephants. Let's familiarize ourselves. Let's get to know elephants. As I said, they are the largest existing land animals. There are three living species that are currently recognized. You have the African bush elephant and bushes de las ramas, no? De los arbustos. The bush is another way to say the forest as well. Then you have the African forest elephant. Hmm, that's a little bit confusing. And then the Asian elephant. Now, the largest of all land animals, that's in the African elephant category. And we'll see there is a difference between them. And we'll highlight some of those differences throughout the podcast. For example, African elephants, which are the largest ones. Well, an adult male can weigh, take a guess. Puede pesar, can weigh anywhere between 1,800 kilos to, are you ready for this? 6,300 kilos. So that's like the max weight that you'll find on an elephant. Now, there are elephants that have broken that record, but we're talking on average. And on average, also, females are smaller. But just to put things into perspective, just to give you a general idea, an elephant's tooth can weigh as much as three kilos. Just one tooth. Another way to tell them apart, and to tell apart is distinguir entre ellos, is their ears. African elephants' ears are much larger than their counterparts. And supposedly, you can Google this, they are shaped like the African continent. Now, I don't know if that was God just with a sense of humor, but that's insane. It's shaped like the African continent, whereas the ears of Asian elephants 
are shaped like the Indian subcontinent. That's pretty crazy. I never stopped to look at that. Also, there's a trunk difference. The trunk is el trompo, I think you say. African elephants have like these these two little fingers to call them uh, a certain way. These two fingers that are at the tip of their trunks. The tip is la punta, and I guess they use that to grab things. And as we'll see later on, their trunks serve many, many purposes. They're multi-purpose. But Asian elephants only have one of those little fingers or digits at the end of their trunk. Now, what about their habitat? Well, you can find elephants in all kinds of habitats, including savannas, forests, deserts, marshes. Uh, marshes are usually muddier areas. Uh, they're herbivores, so they mostly eat plants. I know they eat bananas because I fed them bananas, but they also eat grass and other plants, as I say. They stay near water when it's accessible, so they definitely migrate towards water. Well, if you think about how much food they need a day, well, they're going to need some water to wash it down. Sure, they need up to 150 kilos of food per day to be satisfied. And you thought your brother-in-law was a heavy eater. And what does a lot of food mean? A lot of poo. That's right. <laughs> they create about a ton of poop per week. Yeah, you can say poop or poo. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But hey, it's good for the soil, la tierra. It keeps it fertile. And it also disperses the tree seeds. So their poop is very important. Did you ever think you were going to listen to a podcast about elephant poop? Well, the whole podcast isn't about poop, just this little section. In fact, I'm pooped. What does that mean? Estoy cansado. I'm pooped. I don't want to talk about poop anymore. And what about their lifespan? How long do you think elephants can live? Supposedly, they can live up to 70 years in the wild. Now, there are some that have lived to 80 and even 90. But as I said, we're going for the average here. So about 70 years in the wild. And they are great communicators. Maybe it's their survival skills, their communication skills that keeps them going. But they communicate by touch, sight, smell, and sound. Oh, and infrasound. Oh, and seismic communication. That's right, seismic waves. They can feel vibrations over long distances. So these are pretty intelligent animals. In fact, they've compared their intelligence to that of primates. And they are. They're smart animals. They're funny animals. I mean, they have a sense of humor. And again, I know that from firsthand experience. I spent a day with these mammals, and it was memorable, to say the least. And they're very self-aware, consciente de ellos mismos. They show empathy for their dying or dead family members, and they even recognize themselves in the mirror. So these are brilliant animals, and not just brilliant, but I feel like they feel they're sensitive as well. So they've got that sensible thing, 
sensatos, and sensitive, sensible. Be careful, those are false friends in English. Now, there's always a dark side, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But as we know, elephants are endangered. In fact, African forest elephants are critically endangered. African bush elephants and Asian elephants are on the endangered species list. But the African forest ones? critically endangered. So my question is this, how long until the African bush elephants and the Asian elephants make it to the critically endangered list? We've got to do something fast and we'll find out some of the challenges, some of the things that elephants are faced with later on in today's show. But right now, I want to take a look at some of the most famous elephants out there. And I guess this is a good moment to send a shout out to my daughter. Her favorite elephant is Ellie. Do you guys know Ellie, the elephant from Pocoyo? She loves Ellie. I mean, it is her favorite elephant, even more than Dumbo. And we're going to talk about Dumbo. But first, let's talk about Jumbo. Now, wait, Jumbo and Dumbo? Are they related? Well, yes. There is a connection. Jumbo was a famous elephant, and he was born around uh, December 1860, and he died in September 1885. And he was an African bush elephant who was born in Sudan. And sadly so, his mother was killed by hunters. So he started off with adversity. But let me tell you something. We didn't use the word jumbo before this elephant existed. Nope. Not jumbo jets, not jumbo shrimp, gambones, a jumbotron, que es la pantalla en un estadio. All of those words owe their origin to Jumbo the Elephant. And Jumbo was exported to, uh-oh, here goes my French, Jardin des Plantes, a zoo in Paris. And in 1865, he was transferred to the London Zoo in England. And against public, uh, public opinion, because there was a lot of public outcry, protesta, uh, he was sold to P.T. Barnum, and I'm sure you're all familiar with P.T. Barnum, the guy who was a showman, an entertainer. There's a movie out there starring Hugh Grant. No, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Can you imagine Hugh Grant? Hello, it is me, P.T. Barnum, and I'm an attractive man. <laughs> no, P.T. Barnum, a little bit different, and Hugh Jackman, yeah, he's a little bit different than Hugh. I got my Hughes mixed up. <laughs> Me confundí con los Hughes. But this guy, P.T. Barnum, he had like a traveling circus. In fact, the most famous circus in the United States is Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. P.T. Barnum, there you go. So people were against that. And even now, you're seeing circuses say, okay, maybe we should take elephants and animals in general out of our shows. Again, there are many different opinions here, but a lot of people are saying, well, listen, I can go to a circus and I don't have to see elephants to be entertained, especially if those elephants are living in less than favorable conditions. But just to give you an idea of Jumbo's sheer size, 
the height to his shoulders, or as we would say, shoulder height, was estimated to have been 3.23 meters. Now, if you're afraid of heights, you wouldn't want to get up on a platform that was that high. And at the time of his death, they say that uh, he was about four meters tall. That's what the head included and everything. So the reason we have the word jumbo is because of jumbo. And the reason we have Dumbo is because of jumbo. That's right. Disney in their 1941 animated film called Dumbo, they released this and it was inspired by jumbo. And of course, this is a classic tale, jumbo or Dumbo. Hmm. Now, here's my question. Why did they change the name? Because I like the name Jumbo. I think it works better than Dumbo. I know it's a weird one because Dumbo, and I think of Tontoron, even though the word Tonto, we don't really pronounce, well, we don't really, we don't pronounce that B in there. So it's not uh, Dumb, it's Dumb. And it's not Dumbo in English. Remember, we say Dumbo. And while we're at it, ya que estamos, that's a difficult one to say, isn't it? While we're at it, hey, take a moment, pause right now, and say it with me. While we're at it, while we're at it, yeah, it's tough. I know, it's like a, a tongue twister of sorts. Even for me as a native speaker, it doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue, as we say. And if something doesn't roll off the tongue, que no se dice con mucha facilidad. Vamos, que cuesta decirlo. So let's take a look at some synonyms. We already said in the opening, I believe we said humongous, mammoth, behemoth. These were ways to say not big, like super big, extra big. We've got huge. That's one that we use. I think probably, if you want my opinion on this one, the one we use the most is huge. And not just like enorme, like in tamaño. Like if you give me some good news, I'll say, oh, wow, that's huge. Eso es enorme. Eso es genial. So again, it's one of these words like nice, which we use in English, and it has so many meanings, like the word get or the word mean. What do you mean? I mean, quiero decir. These are words, these words that we use often that you should familiarize yourself with, such as the word point. What's your point? No, ¿Qué quieres decir? Uh, it's pointless. No sirve de nada. So I know, I know when you think of the word point, you think of señalar. But remember, I wanted to point out that many words have many meanings. See what I did there? Point out. Destaca. Okay, uh, I'll stick to my day job, as we say. I'll stick to my day job means I won't become a stand-up comedian. Oh, and speaking of, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode with Dan on stand-up comedy. He is huge. See, there's that usage of enorme. Another one, gigantic, gigantic, and enormous. Now, we've decided to mix those two. So you can say gigantic, you can say enormous, or you can say ginormous. Another one, which I think this one rings a bell, colossal, colossal, massive, immense, immense, gargantuan. 
Yeah, we've got a lot of ways to say big. Well, think about this. A lot of people have that philosophy. Bigger is better. But not always, is it? At least not in my opinion. Another one we looked at, Titanic, which we looked at that in a whole episode. But just remember, in English, we don't say Titanic. Right, So a lot of these words, as I said, you'll recognize, like gigantico, right? Gigantic. Eso tiene que ver con gigante, right? Solo con mirarlo. But what makes these words difficult in many cases is the way they're pronounced. So pronounce these words aloud. Like you say mammoth, right? We say mammoth. It was a mammoth undertaking, ¿no? Fue una tarea enorme. So remember, in many cases, these words don't just refer to large as a size. And hey, there's another one, large. Here's one that I didn't even know existed. So as I always tell you guys on each episode, you aren't the only ones learning. Do you think I knew this much about elephants before I recorded this episode? No, I had to look it up. But I will tell you, if you ever get the chance to be around these amazing animals, do it. Do it because they are so special. And the word I learned will wrap up with this because, hey, if I'm learning, then you must be learning. And that word is elephantine or it can be pronounced elephantine that's up to you depends if you're in the united states or england yeah i had to look it up i didn't want to tell you guys the wrong way to say it but it makes sense something that's huge is elephantine or elephantine tomato tomato either either neither neither isn't it great when you have options in english well folks we're going to wrap up this first part of today's episode i really hope you'll join us in the bonus part of today's fyi